Psalm 86, verse 14 is where we will start. We've seen so far in the first couple of sections, David's kind of praising the Lord, he's seeking the Lord, he needs the Lord, and we we find out why that he, he needs the Lord, why he's seeking the Lord's graciousness here at the conclusion of the psalm here tonight in verse 14 where we'll start. But let's pray and then we'll get started. God, we thank you for these good words and I pray, dear Lord, that they would they would be good for us tonight, that they would be what we need to hear. I pray, God, that you would just hide me behind the cross to help me to preach and teach your word in a way that brings glory to you. And I pray that you give us a good few minutes. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Psalm 86, verse 14. God, arrogant people have attacked me. A gang of ruthless men seeks my life. They have no regard for you. So here's the struggle that David is going through here, is that there are some enemies who are coming against him. It's not like he's just having a bad day. Like, like sometimes we have bad day and we have people that, are, that don't do us right and we get angry at them. And, and I guess in some sense we could say we have enemies, you know, people that don't like us and maybe people we don't like. And, you know, we, we try to work on that. But, but probably very seldom, if ever, have any of us ever been in this situation right here that David was facing in his life as he was fleeing from Saul when Saul was trying to kill him and his son Absalom was trying to overthrow him. So there's certainly some instances in David's life where his life was, was hanging in the balance. He was running here and there and hiding out and trying to stay safe. And he had some serious enemies with some serious power that were coming against him. Now, I don't know what the occasion is for this writing, but whatever it was, David has some folks that are coming against him. And what does he say? Arrogant people have attacked me. A gang of ruthless men seeks my life. They have no regard for you. So here we see this idea of, of David being under attack, and probably, probably literally so. He's probably literally these people are coming against him. They're coming to attack him. They're, they're really coming down hard on him. And as a result, he's writing this psalm. He's, he's calling out to God saying, okay, God, life is really hard for me right now, so I need you to be gracious to me. When I read these verses, I, I thought about Richard Wormbrandt. Some of you may have heard the name or you may be familiar with him or may not, but, but back in the 40s, uh, he was a Romanian uh, priest. He was going around, you know, trying to preach the gospel. Well, he got imprisoned, and as he was in prison, because he was a Christian, he faced intense persecution. Now, if you don't know about him, you need to look him up, and you need to you need to read some of his stories. Or I think there was a movie made about him. You can watch it and you can see. But it's pretty phenomenal. I mean, the torture that he had to go through. I won't even tell you the things. Some of them are just you can't even imagine the torture that he and other Christians would have to go through. And so hearing his stories of being under attack by an enemy, being tortured by the enemy, but yet throughout his story, he continued to pray for those who were beating him and continued to pray for those who were just constantly coming against him. It's nothing short of a miracle that he survived. He, uh, he, he was in some of the worst conditions, but by the grace of God, he, he did make it out alive when others did not and lived to tell his story and a powerful story it is. But I thought about him when I read this. You know, we probably 
you know, we can't relate to anything like that. We've never been under attack by someone who was attacking us because we follow God, because we have faith in Jesus, because we're doing the work of God. But yet here we see this example of David, and he he can relate to that, to know what it's like. Hey, there's people that are coming against me. There are real enemies that are seeking to take my life. But yet, what does David say? He says, I'm going to stand with the Lord. So even though these arrogant and evil and ruthless people are seeking to destroy him, he's standing firm in the Lord. Now, those that come against him, what does he say? He says, they, know, they have no regard for God. They don't care anything about the God of David. But David is hoping that through this experience that they will realize who his God is. They will know who his God is when God shows up onto the scene. Verse 15. But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and rich in faithful love and truth. Now, this is beautiful language. So David says, on one hand, these enemies, these ruthless men are out to get me, and it's really tough. But God, I'm going to trust in you. Why? Because God is compassionate. Now, David certainly was a sinner. He knew what it meant to be a sinner. These people who were coming against him were, were sinners too. But there's a difference between David and those who came against him. They had no regard for God, but David had a high regard for God, and he trusted God. And even though he was a sinner, he still called out to God. And, and, and on what grounds could he call out to God? <clears throat> on the grounds that God is glorious, slow to anger, rich in faithful love and truth. He's compassionate. So David says, look, God, I'm going to seek you, not that I'm worthy or deserving of your, of your love and deliverance here, but I'm calling out to you, God, not because of who I am, but because of who you are, because you are compassionate and rich in faithful love and truth. He's rich. He has an abundance to go out. He, he, he can love as many people who will love him and who will come to him and who will seek him. And David is one of those people here. And he knows who to call out to in the midst of his struggles. Now, whether we go through a, a, a situation like that of someone like Richard Wormbrandt or whether our, our struggles are, are, are lesser to some degree, they're real nonetheless. They're things that we are struggling against. There are, there are enemies. There are temptations. There are things that come against us. And how are we going to overcome those things? By the help of God. We're going to say, okay, God, I need your compassion. I need your faithful love, which you are rich in, because God, I'm, I'm struggling right now. And so David's, that was his problem. That was his struggle. And he called out to God, as you and I should. Verse 16. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give, uh, give your strength to your servant. Save the son of your female servant. Now, perhaps that's just another way of saying, okay, from the time I was born, dear Lord, I was yours. I was set apart for you. Uh, maybe in the same way uh, the story of Samuel, who from his birth, his mother was a godly woman and raised Samuel up and dedicated him to the Lord uh, and said, all right, God, if you give me this son, he's going to be yours. Perhaps that's the meaning that David has here when he simply says, save the son of your female servant. Maybe he's saying from the get-go, I was, I was born as your servant, I, and I'm still seeking you to this day. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant. That's the, that's the request. What's his request? Okay, the enemies are coming. Things are getting hard. How is he going to make it? How is he going to survive another day? Well, he's going to do it by the strength of the Lord. Now, we may ask ourselves that same question. 
God, things are getting heavy. Things are getting hard. How am I going to make it? How am I going to survive another day? Well, the same way that David did. If we call out to God and seek him, we'll find the strength of God. And it is that strength that can help us to overcome things that you do not and cannot even imagine that you could overcome. There are things that you see other people go through and you say, I could never do that. But chances are you could do that. If you call out to the, to the Lord, he'll give you strength to do things that you don't think you could ever do. And that's why it is, it is phenomenal to read stories of people like Richard Wormbrandt. And you say, I don't know if I could, if I could do what he did. If I, could, if I could still call on the Lord and still seek the Lord. Well, perhaps we couldn't, but then again, perhaps we could. Because in his situation and others like him, they find a strength that is far greater than anything that is within them. And so should you and I. We should seek a strength that is greater than, than what we have, and that is the strength of the Lord. And that's David's request here. God, give me your strength. God, I'm yours. I'm your servant. So God, I need your strength to help me to get through this time. Verse 17. Show me a sign of your goodness. My enemies will see and be put to shame because you, Lord, have helped and comforted me. So David is looking for the goodness and the graciousness of God. Show me a sign of that, dear Lord, a visible sign so that God, when you bless me, when you give me strength, when you take care of me, when you come to my aid, when you protect me, what does he say? My enemies will see and be put to shame. So David's enemies who have no regard for God and who are coming against David and coming against David, David says, God, I want you to show up. So when you show up, they will know that you are God. When they show up, that they'll know they never should have messed with one of God's people. So that when they show up, God, they will be ashamed of the way they've been acting, of the, of the fact that they have totally disregarded you. God, I pray that you show up onto the scene you, your goodness comes and it's poured out on me in such a way that those around me can see your goodness, dear Lord. And what does he close with? He said, so that they can see that, Lord, you have helped and comforted me. Well, that's what we all want, right? That's what we all need. We need, we need the help of the Lord. We need the comfort of the Lord to get us through this life, to get us through these days, to get us through these struggles and David knew where his help come from, and it came from the Lord, and that's where your help and my help come from tonight. Through Jesus Christ crucified and resurrected, we have a hope. We have a better help. We have a deliverer that comes through Jesus Christ. We have a strength that we can call on that will strengthen us in our times of trouble. David knew who to call on to find it, and we know tonight that we need to call on the Lord to find that strength. Let's pray. God, we come to you. We thank you for these few words, and I pray that you would help us in the midst of our trials, dear Lord, whether it be something that's difficult, somebody coming against us today, God give us the strength to, to overcome it. God, maybe there will be a situation in our life that we would, we would be in some of those really tough situations like our brothers and sisters in Christ. Help us to have strength even in those times. I pray for those brothers and sisters in Christ tonight, those around the world that are suffering for you, that you give them strength that they would find some encouragement and they would know, dear Lord, that there are brothers and sisters right here in Liberty, Mississippi that are praying for them tonight. I pray that you would strengthen them just as you strengthen David. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.